Hello, and welcome to Astrology Today, your daily look at the planetary movements and how astrology may affect and hopefully improve your life. Hi there, I'm Norma Lachance. I'm your host. I'm a life coach, a mathematician, and an inspired astrologer. And you've joined me for a look at the daily transit as well as the full moon in Gemini for Saturday, December 18th, 2021. Welcome to the podcast. Now, yes, don't worry, we're going to talk all things full moon today as it is happening tonight. But before we get there, I just want to just a couple of announcements and requests. First of all, I'm still looking for suggestions for famous Capricorns. If you know of one or you're really interested in a particular Capricorn, then certainly send that my way when the sun moves into Capricorn, which at the same time is the winter solstice, by the way. I'm going to talk about a famous Capricorn person. I like to look at the sun, moon, and ascendant blend gives us kind of a an interesting perspective. The other thing I wanted to note is that the newsletter came out today. Of course, I do it on the new moon and the full moon. This time, of course, I talked a little bit about the full moon, but I also focused on the nodal axis, which is changing this week. And uh, yeah, you need to check that out. It's kind of an interesting episode or uh, edition of the newsletter. Now, if you're not signed up for the newsletter, what the heck are you doing with your days? I'm just kidding, sort of. Uh, if you want to get signed up for the newsletter, there is a link in the program notes and uh, or you can send me an email and I can certainly make that happen for you. Reminder, of course, my email for suggestions and or to get signed up for the newsletter is astrologydiva, that's D-V-A at gmail.com. Okay, okay, let's get to it all about the full moon. Let's go. Well, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you know, I like to nerd out at the beginning when I talk about either a new moon or a full moon, give you all the details for sure. So yes, full moon in Gemini. Now, a lot of us, you know, we tend to focus on the sun just generally, you know, either in sun sign astrology or just, you know, we, we attach ourselves to that solar uh, activity and energy. But with the full moon in Gemini, the moon is in Gemini and the sun is directly across from it in Sagittarius. So although we're in Sagittarius, season, it's still called a full moon in Gemini because the moon's in Gemini. So where is it? It's at 27 degrees, 28 minutes of Gemini. And like I said, the sun at the same position, 27 degrees, 28 minutes of Sagittarius. Now it's going to be at its fullest and, you know, complete full moon at 8.35 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So of course, if you're in a different time zone, you can, you know, do that calculation for yourself. And astrologically, what we see here is that the moon and the sun are opposite each other. That's how a full moon happens, is that the moon, uh, you know, receives a full light from the sun. And that's why we can see it at its fullest uh, when it's here we are halfway through the lunar cycle. Remember that the lunar cycle begins with the new moon, Two weeks later, there's a full moon. And then two weeks later, again, there is a new moon. So, you know, the energies or the symbolism that we see here is this idea of balancing, right? That opposition is these teeter-totter effect of trying to, we're balancing the energies of the moon, which represents our needs, our emotions, our instincts with our wants, our goals, our, you know, our identity, our, our sense of will, our courage, which is represented by the sun. And so it's this balancing act. And sometimes we find ourselves swinging between the two, just really 
you know, clinging more perhaps to what we need as opposed to what we want, what we want to go for in our lives. Now, when we talk about the needs and wants, we also need to consider the signs that they're in. So we have the moon and Gemini. If you listened to my podcast yesterday when I talked about what the moon and Gemini represents, here it's around being you know, emotionally flexible, open, objective, right? It's a mutable air sign. So there's a definitely a sense of lift emotionally here. It's about finding comfort in that flexibility, in that openness, and perhaps from a more rational uh, uh, perspective, as opposed to our wants, which can be, which is represented by the sun. These are our goals, our courage, our will. This is all in Sagittarius. So here it's around, you know, adventure and exploring and inspiration, right? Again, it's mutable, but it's fire this time. So there's a spark associated to it. That's where the inspiration comes from. And so this courage to be positive or this idea of feeling positive and uplift. So this, you know, this full moon has a very nice, light, positive sense to it. It's also, you know, not close to the nodal axis. And so there's no eclipses. It's been a while since we've had not had uh, an eclipse in either Gemini or Sagittarius. And so this is kind of feels a bit lighter, fit a bit more, not as heavy as the energy is as attached to an eclipse. Now, once we've talked about the planets, and the sign, we also want to talk about, well, where, where are we going to be feeling this balancing between our needs and the wants? What part of life? And that's when we look at the house position. And that's, of course, my favorite part when we get to look at example charts. All right, well, I have three charts that I want to look at. And again, if you're a regular listener, you know that I normally start off with my partner, but I had such great response. And I've chosen three charts that are from new listeners, people that have not reached out before. So I wanted to encourage that. So thank you so much for everybody that uh, gave me their uh, charts to use. And I know I've got all my people that I can count on, but I've chosen three new people to look at. So the first chart I want to look at is from Vicky. I hope I'm saying that right. And uh, for Vicky, the moon is again in Gemini, but in the seventh house uh, for her and the sun is in the first house. Now, what's significant here is that, you know, the this particular uh, full moon is really hitting uh, her nodal access, because, uh, uh, yes, because her south node is right on where the moon is and her north node is right where the sun is. And so this, you know, is, is significant for that reason. It may be, you know, what I'm seeing seeing here again, so the moon in the seventh house, so finding that comfort uh, and emotional safety in relationships. Seventh house is one-to-one -one relationships. as And then, you know, it could be, you know, in general, when the, in the, a full moon phase, it can be a time of celebration, this idea of the full harvest, the full moon at the harvest, and really things coming to fruition. And so because it's connected to your North Node, South Node, Vicky, I'm wondering if this could be a time of celebration for what you've achieved in the area of personal development, perhaps something around your personal appearance, which is represented by the sun in the first house. And then balancing that with your, like I said, the emotional safety that you may or may not have in your one-to-one -one relationships. All 
right. The second chart I want to talk about is again from a new listener. And I'm again, if I butcher your name, I apologize. So I think it's pronounced Alicia. And uh, so yes, here, uh, what we see is moon in the 11th house, opposite the sun in fifth house. And so, you know, it's interesting here, Alicia, and I, I picked it because you have a very, uh, the fifth house is a very active part of your chart, a lot of Capricorn going on there. So, you know, this is, you might find this quite impactful, this particular full moon. I want to note also that I noticed that uh, your birthday, of course, coming up in January. So, you know, if you're working with an astrologer, this is the time to get that solar return uh, chart and reading done. So yes, that's coming up. So yes, getting, so here it's uh, a moon in the 11th house, getting your emotional needs met through or with your social contacts. So the people that you're, you know, involved with in terms of social causes, possibly, or, you know, your friends, these these contacts that you have that, you know, kind of the circles that you run in, this is that, you know, opportunity to get your moon or your emotional needs met in that area, while also uh, balancing any creative goals that you have. Fifth house is all around creativity, can be fun or recreation, but the, the sun there, meaning the things that you want or the things that you're going for in your life in terms of your creativity, that's definitely what you uh, could be balancing there. And then the last chart I want to talk about is from Kate. And this one's really interesting as well. All charts are really interesting, I find. So here, Kate's got the moon in the first opposed to sun in the seventh, which is a bit of opposite from the first chart that I talked about. So here, um, it's not just not only this full moon, um, but it, the moon and the sun have just crossed Kate's ascendant descendant access. And that ascendant descendant access is really triggering uh, the me slash not me part of your chart or part of your life. So me being the first house. And so finding comfort and in your personal development, in your appearance, maybe it's about, you know, feeling comfortable in your skin, finding comfort there, while also meeting, you know, your relationship goals, you've got the sun and the seventh in this full moon. And so it's really hitting, you know, any goals or intentions that you have around your relationships. And it's just in general for Kate, you know, the Gemini Sagittarius uh, axis, because that she's got Gemini on the ascendant, we say Gemini rising, and then Sagittarius opposite it in uh, the descendant is a big influence on how you deal with the world, right? The ascendant is how you face the world. And so, and long coupled with your important one-to-one -one relationships. And so this is a, a, you know, kind of a general theme in your chart. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Yes, super interesting. Always love looking at individual charts. Now, if you have any questions, you know, about the full moon or about any of the topics that I talk about on the podcast, certainly reach out with those questions. I love to hear from my listeners. Astrologydiva at gmail.com is the uh, email to contact me, with which to contact me. Now, you know, lots of really interesting things coming up this week. The winter solstice, Venus going retrograde, nodal axis changing. Yes, there's stuff going on you do not want to miss out on uh, the details astrologically of what's happening this week so make make a point of tuning in every day always love to uh, connect with my listeners all right well I hope you have a fantastic day and I look forward to speaking to you again very soon mm -hmm.